Hey guys, welcome back to Topics with Tim. This is Gym Junkies, part two of my conversation with Mark. In this part of our conversation, we talk about how he learned to weightlift in high school and college. We also learn about a couple of relationships he was in that really affected his nutrition, one being someone who was super healthy and one where he gained weight during the relationship. We talk about the importance of friends and how Mark had some great friends with him during certain times of his life to help him get back on track with his nutrition and his body. We also go into Mark's later life where he actually struggled with gallstones and had to have his gallbladder removed. And we have a big chunk towards the end where we talk a lot about Mark going vegan and how what that experience was like for him, what he learned. And I share my thoughts too on the vegan diet. And we both kind of talk about all the sort of fake vegan foods that could also can honestly be worse for you nutritionally than regular foods that are from animals. So really great conversation. We talk about our favorite lifts and things we're doing right now to stay on track health-wise. So thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. Okay, so you are in high school. You tried football for a year. At this yep. point, you're no longer playing baseball, correct? Correct. No longer playing okay. baseball. So exactly. what, what happens then? You're a sophomore in high school. Do you play any yeah. sports? What, what, tell me about it. Uh, yeah, what pretty much happened after that was just mostly spending time with my friends just goofing off and we played sports for fun. It was like, you know, go play football. Uh, you know, at, at that we have like obviously parks near our houses. So we go play football. We go play baseball together, throw the ball around. But that was pretty much it. Like there was like low to little activity. I mean, we had weight training at school. So I started lifting weights a little bit, started actually like learning how to lift weights properly. Like our teachers teach us how to lift weights properly, which was cool. Um, that was my favorite was, class of all. That was the best. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And, and again, since I'd never done it, it was even cooler to actually do it for the first time. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that's really what it is. Like activity started to drop for me. Uh, it wasn't really, I didn't really start picking up more activity or starting to be more, I would say, physically truly active until college. Uh, that's after, obviously after high school, you know, started just uh, really focus on hanging out with my friends. I, I had a good group of friends like you did. I had a really good group that I've known. Some of them I'd known since we were young. Some of them I met obviously in high school uh, after the four years of Jesuit. So, you know, Do you still keep started, in touch with some of them today. I keep in touch with almost all of my, I, I have, oh, I have so friends, sick. I have friends that I've known since kindergarten that I'm still friends with. And then, uh, yeah, some of the guys from Jesuit still, still get in touch with them. Still do, hang out do any of those relationships revolve around fantasy sports? Uh, no, I, I wish, but no, they don't. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> no. I still have a lot of friends from high school and most of our relationship, except for like a couple guys I'm closer with is yeah. we just, I've still been in the same fantasy league since high school. Got so. it. No, that, that's totally cool. I was just no. curious if you had a similar experience in that way. No, we, cause we didn't have that when I was in high school. I mean, we did. Oh, like, true, true. It was not a, How old are you, Mike? Mark? I'm 39. 39. Okay. Yeah. I'll be 40 in July. And so like, we didn't have that in the nineties. It was like, we love sports. I mean, Oh my God. Yeah. We're all about sports and every, every, I mean, I, I had friends that were giants fans and I would talk trash. I was a Dodgers fan. I had one good buddy that still to this day, we're, we're still friends. Uh, who's a huge Braves fan. Oh my God. He was a, he's always crushed every season that they went to the world series and couldn't win. So we always make fun of him about it except for 95. Obviously he got that one year, but all the rest would be like, Oh, I hope your team goes to the playoffs and doesn't win again. Oh, Oh, there they go you know so we just make fun of them all the time about that um and i just had I just had like those good friends that we just we really enjoyed sports but now we weren't uh weren't doing weren't doing anything other than just hanging out and trying to have a good time so that's 
pretty much what it what it was. And like I said, no, we didn't have fantasy. We just were too busy playing. Like we had Sega Genesis, man. We had those the kind of Sega things. Sega Genesis. You know, playing World Series baseball <laughs> and, and those games and like just being so hyped about them. Or later on the PlayStation and playing like RBI baseball and like loving that stuff or wrestling. Like we love a lot of my friends love wrestling. So uh, and I meant WWE, not like fake wrestling, not real, you know, real mat wrestling. So uh, we just started doing that. We were more into that. And so and, and, you know, we just maintained friendships because you just, you know, when you only have 250 people in your class in high school, you tend to maintain those friendships long term afterwards because, you know, again, there's there's only so little of you. Huh. Okay. So did you, would you say that your weight like fluctuated at all during those high school years or did it say the same? Uh, funny, like during high school years, I actually, it stayed pretty consistent. I was never really heavy, but never really light. Like I was middle, always middle. Uh, never, like I actually look how I, I look back at pictures. I was like, oh, I was a pretty good looking kid, actually. Like I, I was, I probably thought I was really fat at the time. I want to see a, a picture of you. I got to find them. You should bring it. Uh, I actually, actually <laughs> have hair. For those who don't know, I'm bald. Uh, but I actually had hair. And yeah, I mean, uh, anytime I look at pictures, I'm like, man, I was, I was a pretty good looking kid. I had my ears pierced in high school. Um, you know, full head of hair. Um, just young, youthful. Uh, like I think we all are. Uh, but yeah, just look, I look good. Like I, I obviously did grow, you know, going from being in middle school, being really heavy, uh, middle school and elementary, and then all of a sudden getting high school, and, and just naturally, you know, you, you you lean out a little bit, and I did, I definitely got leaner, I didn't get super skinny, that didn't happen, like I said, until college, where I really, like I was saying, like, started really working out, and then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, all of a sudden, dropped all this weight, it was like, whoa, okay, this, why wasn't I doing this in, in high school, man, this is crazy, I feel so much better, that's when things kind of changed, but yeah, no, I was, uh, my weight never really fluctuated. It pretty much just stayed the same in high school. Okay, so tell me about that college. Did you go to community college? Did you go four year? And then from that, what did you get involved with sure. exercise wise? Uh, yeah, I went right out of right out of uh, high school. I got into San Diego State, but my parents Ooh. couldn't afford it. Uh, my parents Dang. couldn't afford it. No. I went, oh. went, went toward it. Uh, and we loved it. I loved it. I was so excited because it was the only scholars I applied to. I didn't apply to any of the college. I applied to it and I got in. I 100% got in. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I had the best grades. I had decent grades, but I was a Jesuit. So that automatically holds you higher than most. And if anyone tells you differently, they're lying because it does. You automatically get a lot more things looked at before someone else that went to like Mira Loma or, you know, one of the other high schools in the area. So mixed up for maybe next to Christian Brothers or St. Francis. But so I got in there and my mom and I went to the tour and I loved it, but it was like 30 K a year to go there at the time. That's for housing and stuff included. It was expensive. So my mom was like, I'm sorry, Mark, we can't afford this. She's like, you can, you can go to community college. You can go to state school. You can go to Sac State. So I just, I literally, I, I was told a story. I literally walked in the day before school started at Sac State with my application and my transcripts and they let me in right there. They're like, Oh, you're in done. I was like, cool. Thanks. That wasn't too hard. So went to Sac State and, um, started there that's where that's where I actually started going to college was there um and what happened was I, I made this really good friend his name is David and we're still friends to this day uh we met in an English class and we just became just like instant buddies like I don't know what it was we just connected wrestling was a big thing but we just connected and we started doing weight training so we did all levels of weight training like the beginner 
meet intermediate and advanced and we like wrecked that we were just lifting like crazy i was running i was actually working out and running and dude i just i like i got like i had not i want i want to say that i was ripped but i dude i was in pretty crazy good shape in like my mid-20s all of a sudden like you know being like really like like shocked i could wear clothes that i hadn't worn since i was like literally in uh like my first couple years of high school like shirts like abercrombie shirts that would never fit all of a sudden fit perfectly and i'm like jesus man like, i was like what was wrong with me that i wouldn't want to look like this you know it was like like do women it was easy to pull chicks because you just looked oh, so yeah. good you know <laughs> feel good you look good and it was just it was, it was great it was amazing it's, such, it really a, started I feel like with, it's such a confidence booster oh like, as much as it, you look good it just it just like every time you look in the mirror you're just like dang boy damn. let's go dude like exactly. i can get any girl i want you know <laughs> yeah, exactly i mean just, and, and i like to talk so it was never a difficult thing at that point it, it wasn't and it was just awesome but it really started with the weight training like obviously i had a jesuit but having a teacher really walk us through show you proper techniques teach you ways to you know to obviously to gain to gain muscle to really work out um that really changed the game for me so like that's when i really started like okay and i, I did i got i got a weight set at home like i was living at home so i had a weight set in the garage my mom had parked a car in the garage so i got a weight set in there i got a boyfriend of hers bought it for me he was like he's like oh you want that i was like great he was she's such a cool dude he was like i'll get one for you no problem so i had like wait i go work out at home i work out at school i just started really hitting it hard um and that's that's what it, that's what it was so college like that and then i i left sac state and went to cal state florida that's where i actually got my degree um, I wanted to get out of Sacramento and David, David moved back to Oregon. So I really didn't have a whole lot of friends there anymore. And a lot of my Jesuit friends went to other colleges. So I was like, cool, I'm going to go ahead and move to Southern California. I had friends that lived down there and I was dating a girl at the time. And then I just, with her, we just joined a gym right away. We joined a 24 hour fitness. We would literally get up. Like I do early, get up early in the morning. We go and we run at the, they had indoor track at that gym. So we run on the indoor track and I just lift weights and do I, again, I was like, I was crazy being in that good of shape. Um, you know, at that time, just like, like uh, constant pictures or it didn't happen, Mark huh? pictures uh, or it didn't sorry. happen. I don't, I don't, I, I can't, I don't know what happened <laughs> from that time. If I find them, I'm happy to show you. Um, uh, but I, I mean, just like, again, got in really good shape and then felt really, really good. And then after that breakup gained weight, obviously, as you tend to after that. So I moved back to SAC. When I moved back to Sacramento, I just immediately picked up and started going to gym again. It took me a while to rebound to get myself back you know sort of good but i was not really because i wasn't eating well i wasn't truly eating that well so yeah i may go to the gym but it was like the whole thing you're basically going to the gym so you eat like garbage right you're going to the gym so you can still keep eating crap and then you're wondering why you're not getting good results that's where i was for a long period of time until uh until honestly until i went vegan then all of a sudden things like changed drastically for me those what was like what was your nutrition like during the college years, you said you're working out, you're taking three different classes. Cause I know a lot of people, they go to college, they, you know, the freshman 15, they gain a bunch of weight cause they're just eating totally. a bunch of junk food and, yeah. and you know, drinks to stay up so they can do homework. But like, what was your nutrition plan? Like, were you on, did you get to like, were you signed up for the school meal plan where you go to eat, you know, and have other options at the school? I'm just kind of curious what, like, what, what was the difference between your weightlifting time in college and what you ate? And then what, the difference between when you moved away and you were still lifting, but you were eating that that time. Sure. Um, here's here's the thing. It's so funny. Um, when I was here in SAC, and when I started to really really like work out your ass, like you know, what was I eating? Honestly, I was eating like garbage. You know what I was really doing? I was taking um, 
I'm trying to look up the name of what they're called. I was taking these fat burning pills um, back in the day. Like a hydroxy uh, cut kind of thing? Yeah, kind of, but they were the ones that WVF was really pushing. And I feel like I cannot remember what they are, but they had an ingredient that literally suppressed your appetite. So dude, I would eat like shit. I'm not, I'm not denying that. I wouldn't always eat bad, but like my mom cooked a lot of home cooked meals and those were fine. But like, I would always, when I eat out, I was eating out like burgers, fried, you know, but this thing, you literally eat your food and you take the pill right after and it would suppress your appetite for several hours after. So, you know, and it would help speed up your metabolism. So, I mean, you eat that food and it would, it would be gone from your system within an hour. You're, you're, you're pooping it out. You're feeling great. You're feeling super light. And then you're working out because it gives you tons of extra energy. So I started doing it was stacker. It was called stacker two. That's what it was called. You can look it up stacker two. They still make them, but they don't have the original ingredients because that was outlawed. Whatever the original ingredient was, ephedra was, was the, it was outlawed. Um, so I'm what happened that. was stacker. Okay. Stacker, right? So I would take those and I would take them every, every meal. And that's what really got me. Like I was working out like crazy and I eat, eat like crap. The reason it was different when I was in Southern California with, with my ex, the reason why it was better is because she just cooked all the time. We didn't ever eat out. We would eat out maybe once a week at the most because we were, we're young people with jobs, but we, you know, paying a high rent in Southern California, we didn't have a lot of extra money. So we would do is go shopping and she'd plan the meals out for the week. And I just got good at cutting my portions. Okay. I'm only going to eat this. Like she'd make like a tortilla casserole. Cool. I'm only going to eat one square for my dinner and take another square for lunch tomorrow. Right. Similar to how I eat now is I portion things out to know what I'm going to eat. And then I know I'm going to work out. And so naturally my body just adjusts to it. Like my body just, my body has always been that if you just, if I just go by portion sizes on everything, my body naturally goes, cool. My stomach just naturally shrinks. My workouts get better. And I just, I ultimately feel better. Like I go to bed feeling really light uh, overall. Just, I feel, I feel really good. Um, so that was the difference. Like the, the at home in Sacramento was terrible eating, but using drugs to get through. And I don't mean illegal ones. They're totally legal, but like using those. And then Southern California is when I actually like changed my diet and really was like, okay, I can't, I can talk about once in a great while. Sure. Not every couple nights, you know what I mean? You just change your, your, your way of doing it and portion control made the bigger difference. I can see now how I'm assuming after the breakup, you no longer had that person who was probably cooking all those meals and putting uh-huh. all the effort into meal prepping and planning i could see yeah. how that would be tough to sustain once that person is no longer gone. In the picture. exactly and that's what it was and that's why i was like it became like i moved into this this uh i had a co-worker's older lady that needed someone to help around the house and then obviously she let me move in so i rented a room from her she was really nice but again she didn't cook meals i was on my own so most of the time like, i'm gonna go to del taco i'll go to you know jack in the box or whatever so it just became what's convenient and then of course yeah you gain a ton of weight because you're eating nothing but you know salt or and, and sugar and carbs and there's nothing else so yeah you you immediately suffer your waistline suffers and mine did drastically that's why i, I had to move back um and i had to move back to sac because i needed to get back to a stasis where you know i'm eating healthy at least living with my mom for at least a couple of months was nice because you know she cooks pretty healthy uh and she did the last time i lived with her she cooks you know like quinoa and like a lot of lighter stuff because she understands that you know you got to stay healthy can i ask is it too personal to ask why the breakup happened oh no you can ask it's fine uh yeah my ex and i at the time we were together when i started dating when she was 17 and i was 19 
uh, and we were together for like six or seven years. So wow. it just, it ran its course. Like we grew apart. Like I, you know, she was great. We're still friends to this day, but it was just like one of those, man, we were each other's first on everything. And it's like, you just kind of like, you just grow apart. And we did, we just grew apart. And I realized midway through, and I think she did too, that we were never going to get married. It was never going to be anything other than a, a nice first real relationship for the two of us. And then we went, we just went our separate ways. And like, yeah, it still had its heartbreak and its drama. But ultimately, years later, you look at it, it's like, that's one of the easiest, easier breakups I've probably ever had in my life. So it really was not anything bad. But it was enough to, of course, I was I was sad. You know, of course, it was not okay. I didn't deal with it very well. And, and you know, obviously, like you say, you know, when you don't have someone taking care of you, and that's kind of where I, I my success comes with having a partner that is willing to, you know, cook and do stuff like that it makes my life so much easier. So I don't have to think about those things. Mm. Yeah. It's such a perk, right? Uh, yeah. Very <laughs> having so. a significant other who, you know, is very motivated to eat healthy. And so just, it helps you. That's definitely yeah. what I'm looking for in a future, future wife. I'm looking for something. I don't blame you. It's, maybe it's not quite as fanatic as me, but is you gotta be up there. Cause otherwise I'll, I'll be kind of upset. Cause yeah. I get down on myself real quick if I don't, I go a day or two where I'm not where I want to be. I'm kind of like, I kind of, I'm hard on myself about that kind of stuff. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. So you move back to SAC, you, 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 you're eating not so good. Del Taco, those sorts of things. Were you uh, lifting as well during that time or did you take a break from it? Not as much. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. I, I moved back and then it took me a while to get back into the gym, but then I finally did. It took me about two or three months. I, you know, I didn't save money and make sure I got things like squared away in my life. And once I did that and I had, had money, then I started paying for a gym membership and I went right back to 24 hour fitness so I could start getting workouts in. You know what I mean? It was like, I need to start. I knew I need to start working. I knew I had to do something where I, it wasn't sustainable to keep, to keep doing what I was doing. So it was like, cool, I'm going to get back to the gym. I'm going to do this. And so I did. Now, as far as your, your, your weight training overall, what's like your favorite, what's your favorite lifts? Oh, e- easy. Uh, flat bench. Flat bench is my favorite. Flat bench is so good. It's so oh, I'm right there with you. It feels yeah. so good. Yeah. And I mean, and, and again, and again it's, it's like always personal pride for me. It's like, cause I'm not a very big guy. I'm, I'm not, I mean, you've seen me, I'm not a very large dude, but when I, but like uh, my height and even not only, only two years ago, I was benching 225 and I'm not a very large guy. So it's like, you know, to know that I can get up to that strength and, and, and really be like lifting that at a flat bench, dude, feels fantastic. You know what I mean? That's, that's a great, it just makes you feel good. You feel like, you feel like a man when you bench in like real heavy, it just feels awesome. Dude. It just, it just the inner, it's some inner, inner manness yep. just comes out when you just, you're like getting up that last rep and you're like having to kind of grunt and kind of like let mm-hmm. out like an animal moan and you like yep. get it up and you throw it back behind yep. you on the bar. And then you just yeah. pop it and you're like, let's freaking go, baby. Let's go. Exactly. exactly. And hype just thinking about, I made some, <laughs> some pretty, for me, like really good gains on the bench. So I, I just, I awesome. know it just feels so good. Of it's, course you're right on. No, it totally does. And what kind of like, what, what's your favorite kind of split to do? Um, you're talking like doing like upper you know, body, lower like body, maybe, stuff like that. Yeah. If you're going to do, you know, total body, some people, you know, the bro split where you're doing, yeah. or you're doing, uh, uh, I'm pretty ball. basic. I'm, I'm pretty basic. I do like my Monday is usually, it's like, I usually go three days a week. So it's usually Monday, Wednesday, Fridays is my usual workout days. Uh, and it's usually Monday is all upper is most of the upper. It's like, uh, at least chest chest. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to remember because I haven't done it in a while. Obviously the gyms have been closed. So I, I apologize. I'm not as, as versed as I used to be, but it's mostly like, um, you know, bench, 
upper, you know, uh, incline bench, uh, and then maybe some shoulder work. And then uh, I cross cables, obviously doing chest and shoulders and arms, stretching everything out. Then like you go back on Wednesday and Wednesday's all lower body. It's all, you know, obviously leg press, uh, you know, or, you know, whatever squats, uh, lunges, all kinds of that weighted. Uh, and then Friday go back and Friday is like shoulder, not shoulders, uh, like biceps, triceps. Um, and then maybe some, uh, maybe some abs usually is what I, what I end up doing. Interesting. Triceps and abs on Fridays. Yeah, it's like triceps oh. and abs, or or I'll mix it up, and then triceps will be lumped with uh, bench press. Like I'll do that, or it'll be bench press and then triceps, and then Friday will be biceps and then abs. Bicep, all biceps workout, and then maybe do your abs in as well. Interesting. And you kind of you kind of program all your own stuff. You just I like this yeah. what I'm gonna do, and I'm assuming yeah. it's what you've learned from all your classes that you took, right? You kind of exactly took yeah, from that I, I just and then just programmed works. it. Exactly. Yeah, I just downloaded an app. There's an app that I, I specifically use. Uh, it's called J E Fit. J E Fit. I don't know if you ever used it, but it's great because you can program all your own things, your own reps, and what you know you're good. And it has a built-in timer every time. So it's like you know, you do your set of like I do my bench press. I do you know four sets of, of eight. So I do my first set. You lock it in. You push it. You're done. Then it has a timer that counts down to you do your next set. Like obviously, you can like sit up for a minute. You know, stretch for stretch out a little bit. Uh, so you're not just like overwhelming your muscles right away and then drop down hit your second set then set the timer do your timer again and then also extend your workout so that way you're getting a good you know 35 40 minute workout on the on the uh on the on the bench or or on the the triceps whatever you're doing hmm very cool what's that what's that app called again it's called j-e-f-i-t j i call it j-fit j but it's, it's j-e-f-i-t J-E-F-I-T. If you guys are yeah. listening, you might want to try that out. J-E-F-I-T. Yeah. Kind of program your own muscle, your own workouts, your own system. Yeah. They, I they personally have, love the, the bro split. The bro okay? split so good gotcha. because you got chest and back, which I love working both of those groups. Sure. And you got one all leg day, hamstrings, yep. quads, butt, a little bit of calves. Mm -hmm. It's nice to just kind of knock that all out in one day. Yeah. And then Same. you're back to like my favorite day, arm day. Yeah. Shoulders, triceps, biceps. So it's like two out of the three days you're like looking forward to. Like yeah. I can't wait to get in the gym. Oh yeah. Leg day, you're kind of like, it's gonna be tough. No one likes not, leg day. <laughs> no excited. one likes leg day. <laughs> but I love just kind of getting it all done in one day, and then the, all the other workouts you can like really look forward to and really just be yeah. like, I'm gonna go get my arms pumping today, dude. And oh yeah, I love I love the bro split. That's my favorite by far. Oh yeah, for sure. So let's, so how old are you at this, at this point? You're back in sack. You are about 26, 27 back on your feet. How old are you right now? Yeah. 20, between 26 and 27. 26 and 27. Okay. So what's, yeah. what's the next life stage for you at this point? You're uh, living with your mom. You said for a couple months, you get back on your feet, yeah. you get back in the gym. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Next step for you. Started making a lot of friends. Uh, and then we started really partying a lot. And then, you know, partying was great in the mid the mid to late 20s uh i mean we're talking going like out every weekend so workouts were still happening that was the thing but it was like the whole working against itself you work out i may run a little bit i may lift but the problem you ran into is you're drinking so much alcohol that it really and, I, and I, when i say that i mean like we don't i only drink on friday and saturday nights 
uh, we're talking getting so much alcohol. It was almost like, it's almost like literally shocking your system every weekend because I don't drink at home. But if you know that I don't ever drink at home, I rarely drink even a glass of wine at home. And I'm the same way when I was younger. I don't. But then I go out on a Friday night and I'm having three Long Island iced teas that just, just blast it. And then Saturday, we do the same thing over again if we're going out two nights in a row. So, you know, it just, it became a lot. And so it was just, it was a long time coming to where, um, I didn't really get any any benefit of it. It wasn't until, and this is really where it changes. Um, I was dating this this woman, and we were. I, I I was honest. I was head over heels in love. This was like like that was my my dream. And she's an awesome lady. You can say she's still awesome. But um, thought it was the one for me. We break up. I'm like devastated. So in devastating, I had a, a buddy. His name was Alex, and he does MMA fighting, and he's real real, real badass dude. And he was like, we got to get you running. We got to get you working out, man. Don't even worry about her. You're going to forget about her. I'm going to show you. So he had me running at McKinley Park every night with him and my buddy Jason. We were running like two, three miles. Uh, he had me like, he had me like, uh, like doing push-ups, just like going crazy. Cause that dude, that dude worked out hard. So he expected me to do the same. And I got, I got like, a, like real fast after breaking up with her. I went from, I was, I was heavier while I was with her. Dude, I slimmed down. That girl was like, when she saw me after a period of time, she was like, oh my, like she was like, forgot that that's how I look like, like, oh wow. Like she didn't realize that I like, I changed my body drastically. Um, and it was really good working out with him. And then not long after I moved in with my buddy, Jason, and he had his own weight set, which is awesome. I mean, you know, flat bench, everything you could think of he had. And we lived in Land Park. So running to the park and doing the runs around there, there was all your cardio. And then we would lift weights like three, four days a week in our home. We didn't, didn't need a gym because I just go over there into the, the spare bedroom and lift weights for two hours if I wanted to. So that helped a lot living with Jim. We lived together for almost six years and that, that helped a lot. I didn't have to have a gym membership because we had the gym right in our house. And that was awesome. That made it for, a, actually, I, sorry, I lived in the house six years. I lived with Jason for three of those six years. I'm sorry. Um, and so that really like, that changed a lot for me. And, and, and I was eating better. I wasn't eating great, but I was eating better uh, and, and staying as healthy as possible. And that, that made a big difference. Like I was running, I was up to running up to five, six miles in a day. Um, like really lean, like I'm surprised again like i would say just good shape overall not probably the like the crazy fit dude because i'm still eating bread and stuff like that if you cut those out i probably would have you know probably would have looked, looked even better but that was the next evolution at that point hmm, that's awesome i just want to say that's to have friends like that at a time like that so cool it was so cool there because yeah they're just like dude just come with us you yeah. know you know because i know you know i haven't dealt with too many breakups luckily but I know people who have dealt and it's it, sometimes it can be, you know, years where they're just, you're just kind of like the motivation to want to go work out. The motivation to want to go out at all is yep. you're just, you're hurting, you know, your, your body, your, your mind, you're healing. And yep. uh, to have friends that are just like, dude, get over here. You're running with us every night. Like that's, you can't man, you know, like perfectly placed in your life at that point to be kind of that person to keep you on track and keep you doing something that's going to help you get over the breakup even faster. Right. We all know the benefits of, you know, working out is a pain reliever. It releases literally endorphins that literally their job is to relieve pain, both emotional exactly. and physical. Yep. And so, you, you know, to have friends pushing you to do that, that that's really special. 
Like yeah, really no, cool. it was. I, I look back on that time and I'm just like, I was very lucky. And again, I lucky I met Alex like, here. That was just a, 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 a happenstance, but it was great. And then Jason and I are still friends this day. He's one of my best friends. So like, you know, still friends, but it was nice to yeah, have people that were like, no, let's get you, get you going. Let's get you, you know, don't worry about her. You know, you need to, you need to get over that. Mm-hmm. You need to, you know, push yourself through. And it was like, okay. So, you know, it, it really helped a lot. Like, I mean, I was, I was shocked how quickly, like I went from, you know, being that, and it was, it was crazy because because, uh, and then even, even after the fact, like I just, I lost even more. I got even like, I would say probably the skinniest I've ever been because I started dating this new chick who I was just like, well, I should go from one hot chick to the next. That's really what it became for me. And that's really <laughs> what it was. I have to show you the pictures because you should see what these women look like and to get the frame of reference. But the fact was, it was like, went from one really attractive girl to the next one. And I was shocked that two in a row, oh my God, two in a row. And I was, I was in way good shape. And I was like, well, that's, you know, this, this girl likes me because I'm obviously, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm a funny dude. I'm, I'm quite entertaining, obviously. But the fact was, it's like, I know I look good too. So it was like, oh, I know why she likes me. Like he, here's a, here's a semi total package right there. Yeah. Who looks really good. He's, he's working out a lot and she's working out a ton too. So it was like, you know, both attractive couple and it just, it just made sense at that point. Uh, so yeah, it, it did benefit me long-term. I think just overall um, having that mindset of like, we can do this, we can, we can make that change. And it, it's helped ever since. That's so sick, man. Hey, you won that. You probably won that breakup, you know? I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, it's still, it's still, it's still debate. I, I, I like to think so. Like I had nothing against any of my exes, to be honest with you, course, uh, even ones I did wrong to. Uh, but I, uh, I don't know, maybe like, I don't know my ex that, that one currently lives in, in Washington, DC, uh, working for news outlets. So I don't know, she might be doing pretty good, but again, she doesn't <laughs> have me. So I don't really know if she's really killing it as much as she thinks she is. <laughs> Uh, I have a, a buddy of mine here who was in a breakup and he's like, dude, I got to get back in the gym. I'm like, let's do it, dude. Let's win that breakup. Come there on. You go. Come that's with me. Do let's it. do it. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's literally how every man does it. Like that's literally the winning formula is you hit the gym and you work out and you, you push yourself. And you know, again, it's like, it's cause it's the hard part is like when you're in a relationship, it's, it, you tend to get soft as a man. That's, that's what I'm kind of worried about. And I'm not, to me, I'm, I'm probably less worried than most because I do, I do, I do think that even when I'm in a relationship, like I'll still continue just cause I just love, I just love weightlifting. It's just, sure. it's just there. It's like therapy for me every day. It's my time to work on myself and get, be able, I actually don't really like working out with other people that much to be honest. Cause it's you get distracted a little bit. Yeah. I go by myself. Yeah. I go it's just, it's nice to have that time. Every once in a while I'll go with a friend and we'll, we'll hang out or whatever. But most sure. time it's like, I just, I'm here for me. I'm here. Cause mm-hmm. like, I deserve some time to myself and some time to work on myself and progress. And so I kind of need that space to, you know, I don't mind. Like I like going, like I'll go with people to the gym. Like we'll maybe even carpool to the gym, chat, you know, but as soon as we enter the gym doors, we go our separate ways, ways. our separate workouts. Maybe, maybe, you know, someone, maybe we come over and help each other out with a couple of, uh, you know, spotting type things. Yeah. For the most part, like I need, I need, I need to work on me here. I need to yeah. take care of myself here in this way. Oh, I agree. Uh, I, 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 what was like, what point was I trying to get with that? That you, you're, you're concerned. You are concerned. That, like, oh, that's right. So, yeah, good, I feel good like that's what happens, right? Yeah. You kind of, well, once you get the girl, then you're like, oh, sweet. I can just, I already got her. Yeah. It's what every man, <laughs> it's what every man kind of does. But I, I, I'm here to tell you, I'm, I'm honest about it. Like, 
not it's not always the case like yes i do agree sometimes that is that is the case but you know if you like working out if you like doing that i can tell you that that's not going to change for you like you'll keep doing it and and hopefully you have a partner that's you know supportive uh and may go with you on occasion but you guys go your separate ways that's why i always like if i have a partner that goes with me like kristen's very much like that we'll go to the gym together but we go separate ways because i do my own lifting i do all my lifting i lift all my weights and then i hit the treadmill last right she likes to do perfect uh, pilates or her her type of workout then she hits the treadmill last just like me so we always end up meeting up at the treadmills which is totally fine but at least our our weights and stuff are out of the way and, and all that hard grunt work is out of the way and then the treadmill you know you just set your run program and then you run and you feel like okay good i burned extra calories on top of my my weights uh but I, i've been lucky like most partners i've had uh, always are like that they're supportive and that's that's the biggest thing is that now if you you find someone you're going to find someone that's more than likely is athletic to the point where they're like yeah go to the gym go or hey let me go with you but let's you know we'll go our separate ways but i want to go with you so we can both work out like, oh great come on out let's go to the gym because that's when you get really skilled the, the problem with the with this time of gaining weight for me was the pandemic because I'm big on working out. I'm big on doing that in cold weather. I like to run in cold weather. I'm not one of those people that likes to put on a beanie and run. I don't like being hot when I run. So I, I have a harder time. Like with the weather getting nice now, I go for runs. I start to do that now with the weather getting nice because I know spring is coming early. And when the gym is going to open up soon, I can't wait to go back and start lifting weights and running while at the gym. And if I have to run in the neighborhood, I'll run in the neighborhood as well. Yeah, that pandemic was tough on a lot of people. Yeah, I was a lot of people. <laughs> super, super fortunate, thankful to have um, Charlotte and Ethan who opened up their garage to me. Awesome. Ethan has a squat rack and a barbell. There you and go. Some dumbbells and some various weights. So I survived the first couple months of the pandemic by uh, going over there every day to exactly. risk every day. And that's what you need. Work out in their gym, you know, and, they told, and then then eventually Crunch, the local gym, opened up. Yeah. And so I've been able to go to them ever since. So. But yeah, I understand. I'm more of a gym guy myself. I'll go out. You know, I still enjoy like you. I'll go out and maybe run on the track every now and then, do some sure. more athletic type stuff. But yeah, I like having that gym, that centralized place to go to with all the weights and all the things. And even just I like having people around. So I think yeah. I'm a I'm a showman at heart. You know, I'm a performer. And so even though I'm not, you know, on stage performing, you're still, you know, people are looking. I see people, you know, looking at me and. And I see, you know, some, the occasional dude would be like, yeah, dude, keep it up. Or like some guy came up the other day and was like, Hey man, how do I get those? Like, how do I get those lines? Those like bicep lines or something. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. Oh, you know, you know, it's not a show, but we're all looking at each other in the gym. We're all kind of like oh, totally. checking each other That's out insane. and you're seeing that dude and you're like, damn, that dude's ripped. How's he looking like that? Or you're like, Oh, uh -huh. dang, dude, she got a nice butt or something, you know? So in a way I kind of like having that energy around to where, you know, it's like a bunch of people all putting in work and all kind of like looking to like almost compete a little bit with each other but it's growing us because we're i gotta be right. as strong as that guy you know yeah. or that girl or whatnot so the gym is definitely i'm like you i like the gym i'm not a big not as much on the doing stuff outside in the cold definitely yeah. don't like working out in the cold no god no i love, I love the gym that's why i, I live in california yeah, exactly. So I exactly. don't have to work out in the cold very often. I want to be able to go to the gym. Like I, said, I, I like going to go to the gym where it might be somewhat warm in there, but not super warm. I can get my, my weights in, get my lifting, get my running, and then I can literally hop back in my car and go home. That's what I want to do. Mm, facts. Facts. Yeah. All right. So take me to like where you're at now, right? Fast forward. Actually, you don't want to hear about first because I've been really itching to ask you this question, but I was kind of waiting to progress here chronologically. But sure. you went vegan? Yeah, I did. Um, 
I had to go my gallbladder out and I really needed to like I really needed to like change my diet because I had get I had get after the gallbladder out, of course I could start eating whatever I wanted. For a while I couldn't eat certain things because I would get sick because I had gallstones uh from years of bad eating, obviously. What are so gallstones? Gallstones, there uh what it is is there's bile in your in your gallbladder and the bile sometimes will solidify if you get too much too much acid and fat. Your the 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 bile solidifies into hard little balls, and they're like tiny, they're microscopic. But in your gallbladder, since your gallbladder is so tiny, they basically block your gallbladder from doing its job, which is creating bile for breaking down fat in your body. So um, I had two or three good sized ones in my gallbladder. They did an ultrasound Whoa. and found them. And so I was well, like, okay. can I ask what you're like? What symptoms would that cause? Oh yeah, so I couldn't eat high level fat foods and any food that's hard to digest like broccoli is really hard for your body to digest so any food like that my body would i could eat it but then later that night i had to throw it back up almost whole because my Whoa. body wouldn't digest it my body could not digest it and i'd be sick like my side would hurt i literally wake me up out of a dead sleep and it feel like you're almost having a heart attack like everything hurts and then you throw everything up and it's literally like whole food it was just, it was just disgusting and so that food would come back up and you were like, oh my God. And then I finally figured out what it was. It was triggering it. So I went to the doctor. I had health insurance. I went to the doctor. They did the ultrasound. They're like, yeah, you have three gallstones in there. That's why you're having problems. What do you want to do? And I, I talked to the doctor. He's like, well, you can modify your diet, but you will have out, you will have flare-ups. You can't help that. Or you can have your gallbladder removed. If your gallbladder is removed, then the sky's the limit for you, essentially. You have to watch your, you have to watch it because your body now can break, is going to have a harder time. You, so your body, your, your liver naturally creates bile, so it's okay. But then you have to be careful because that bile then can cause stones in your liver. Now the liver it will, has a big of an issue, but if you have enough stones in there, you have a problem, right? So I had my gallbladder taken out. I had it taken out. It's a little, like four little holes. It was it, 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 same day procedure. They cut it out and it was gone. And so I gained a ton of weight. I gained like probably like 20 pounds after because I started eating things I could. I couldn't eat like pepperoni pizza. I was like, oh man, pepperoni again. I couldn't have salami. I'm going to have salami again. I'm going to have cured meats because I couldn't eat them anymore because they're, fat, they're too fatty. So I did that. And so the woman I was with at the time, she was like, okay, well, let's look at this. And so we started looking at a vegan diet, like a way to eat healthier. And sure enough, uh, for three years, I went with no meat, no cheese, no, no animal products whatsoever for three full years. And honestly, I got like a really good shape. I mean, I was felt fantastic. Like, I still, I'm not against it, the vegan diet, but I, I don't think anyone should ever go 100%. When people tell me they're vegan, I was like, you should not go 100%. You should do something where it's like 90% of it can be no meat, no dairy products or whatever. I totally agree with that. But you should have at least 10% where you try to have a piece of steak or a small hamburger or or a piece of four, four or five ounce piece of chicken, uh, do that because it definitely will not hurt you. It will not, and get like the good stuff. That's the that's the thing where it really came out of was knowing how they treat animal products or how animals are. Some things are done. Like I don't eat pork at all. I don't know if, if you like pork. I eat bacon every once in a while, but I I, ref, I don't eat pork. Pork's disgusting in my opinion. It's, it's a disgusting meat. Um, I and it's not a religious thing. I just I don't like the way it is because when I watch the what the health video, they're showing how you grind up dead pigs that have been dead for days in the sun and feed them to the current pigs that are there that's just that's just disgusting like why would you do that you know uh so if you get free range and good stuff and like like actually look for the quality yeah you spend more but i tell people like yeah well when Kristen buys chicken from whole foods and i know it's 
chicken with no hormones um and it's like it's like chicken that's allowed to be you know open open range to call it open range chicken that it feeds on worms you know what i mean it, it doesn't eat feed that they give it um they're smaller pieces but shit it it, it does the trick and, it, and it's better for you obviously and so i you know it, i tell people like don't go 100 percent, but yeah it was a good three years that i didn't eat any any kind of animal products whatsoever wow how like scale one to ten how hard was that to sustain uh it was only hard for the first two weeks once you got past that it was easy but the problem you run into and this is this is why i don't recommend it is because most people now try to do vegan because there's so many vegan things that exist now oh they're, they're all processed. they're all terrible yeah they're processed it's all processed oh. bullshit and that's why i laugh when people are like they're like posting like i have people i follow on instagram oh i'm so vegan now i'm eating this vegan fake meat yeah bitch but you realize that meat's fake it's actually processed and created so it's not real you're eating chemicals so you're not eating anything better yes is it, it, the thing is technically they'll tell you the steak you could have ate the little five ounce sirloin you could have got was actually better than the shit you put in your body that actually is chemicals your body has to find way to break down whereas the meat maybe you've been a little bit bloated but that meat was actually better for you than what you did consume yeah i i've had the exact same that exact same conversation with with some vegans that i have known over the years and i'm like they're like oh yeah i have like vegan butter and i said what's in it oh well like phosphate and yeah that's not real you know obviously (laughs) some sort of vegetable oil Uh all sorts of stuff and i'm like do you really think that's healthier than just regular butter? Like I get if you're, if your thing is the animals and you yeah. want to protect them. Okay. That, and then you would be essentially making a less healthy choice because you want to protect animals. And that's fine. Right. If you believe that totally respect that angle, if that's what you, but to argue with the vegan who's thinks that vegan butter created from all these chemicals and vegetable oils and hydrogenated fats is healthier than just regular butter. I'm always going to push back and I'm always going to be like, I don't, I don't think you're making an unhealthy choice here yeah. because you think that somehow it's less healthy because it's, or more healthy because it hasn't come from an animal. You know, I, yeah. I, same thought process as you is yeah. I, I have respect for people who have like vegan diets who also are not <laughs> so inflexible and so closed off mm-hmm. to animal products that they're not open to having them from time to time or not open to having them, you know, if they're free range and, and non-hormonal, you know, fed and, and, injected with hormones and they like to totally respect that and i respect that person probably more than i would respect one of those people that's like i'm 100 vegan all the way and i'll have a, a thing a thing of oreos before i have a sirloin I'm right like, i'm like yeah oh, you're like you're insane gosh, like yeah that's not real that's not again these are all these are all pro, uh, you know mass produced things that aren't aren't true nutrients so yeah i i am the same way and again, I speak from experience of actually doing it. Like that's the thing that's is tough is that some people think because if you haven't done it, then well, how would you know? It's like because I I know I've I've been through the ringer, and like I said, at some point you plateau, and it's not healthy. Actually, it's actually less healthy for you. Uh, and I even talked to like a nutritionist. I talked to her recently, and and we were chatting about it, and she was like, "No, it's good to have at least a little bit." Like she, I get it. She was being plant based is not a bad thing. You can be plant based, but you should be plant based and smart about it. And that's what Noob has really taught me a lot of is being plant-based is perfectly fine you're going to eat things in the red and the yellow that's totally fine what's your things you want to limit but that's okay as long as you're understanding that like you want to ultimately be more about fruits and vegetables and fresh stuff but throwing in some occasional meat ain't going to kill anybody and cooking with an avocado oil or 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 olive oil or using real butter is not going to hurt you in any way it's actually better for you to use more natural stuff Mm. 
We are we are in agreement on that 100%. Did you lose a lot of weight during the vegan diet? Did you lose muscle? I did. Pain? What? Yeah. I feel like I you lost lose a, a lot of muscle on a vegan diet. I did. Yeah, I did. Like, uh, it's crazy. Like, I mean, I'm always, I always look the way I look and you see me. I, I can't change my shoulders and chest. I always look that way. But yeah, uh, I lost a, a lot. Like I went from being, I think the only the heaviest that time though I was was like 220, but I easily got down. I was down to one, one, like 95, 192 all the time. And like never, and the thing is never really fluctuated. I kind of just stayed there and was just stagnant. Like even I work out, like I, my workouts were fine. I had a lot of energy and I was good, but it never, I never really put on a ton of muscle. I never got really like, never got really bulky. I, I couldn't, even with lifting heavy, I really couldn't get that bulky because I never had extra, the extra animal protein to be able to help, um, you know, add m more muscle back. It was just more like being really lean and pretty strong. I mean, obviously you always say you have man strength. When you get to your thirties and your forties, you just have a natural strength. Like men just get naturally stronger. I think that's really what pushed me through. It wasn't because I was adding more muscle to my body. Mm. Okay. So three years. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Yep. Did you, I, I hear a lot of vegans talk about the, the mental benefits there, you know, it, things are sharper or more clear for them. I've always kind of been skeptical of that. I'm just curious. Did you experience any of that? No, not, not that I could think of. No, I, th I think if anything, again, it just, it just felt good to be really light. Like, like I am now, like there's no different than what I'm doing right now. Um, it's just, the thing is, is that to me, it's, it's just more not a sustainable diet long-term. Like it, it's good to, to throw in some things on occasion. Like, again, I try not to eat a lot of cheese, but don't get me wrong. If cheese is out, I'll eat some cheese, right? But I try to avoid it actively and not eat a lot of cheese almost during my week until maybe like Friday, I'll have a pizza, I'll have some pizza. Let's get some pizza because I want a cheese pizza. I want I want to have that then. Um, just trying to do it. But no, I can't say I experienced anything other than just like a crazy amount of weight loss because yeah, you're cutting a lot of fats out. Like you're eating nothing but fresh for the longest time. But then again, that's what's hard to sustain. After you get past it, it became hard. My, my ex at the time became hard because she didn't want to cook every single night and I, I didn't blame her. And so when you yeah. want to cook every single night, what do you do? Oh, you go to the frozen stuff from these places that make it and it's fake and it's soy and all these other things. And you like things you don't want to consume. You start to consume them because they're an easy fix when you can't always make a fresh bowl of jalapeno soup or something like fancy that vegans might like. Mm, yeah, I think that's another another great component. If you have, you know, if you can afford a a chef who can mm -hmm. make those meals for you, yeah, because you know, not having the animal product and the fats to kind of carry a lot of that caloric density that you might need, especially if you're weightlifting yep. or something like that, or trying to maintain or sustain or gain weight, as opposed right. to losing it, you know, it's not feasible to the average person who's working nine to five mm -hmm. and then has you know other other responsibilities nah. going on to try to you know, man, I even have struggled. You know, I purposely you know, make sure manage my time as wise as I can. Cause I know that I, I do cook a lot of my own meals, but even me, I have to do a lot of meal prepping and a lot of, but it's still nice. Cause I include a lot of fats and probably more than, more than even Noom would, uh, would recommend more so because I, I'm trying to hit a caloric number that I usually can't get to. Cause I just, I'm busy doing stuff throughout the day. And usually in the morning, I'm not very, very hungry. And then I work out for a couple hours. And then after, then I got, I'm doing stuff like this right now. Like I need to be, I need to eat soon. Cause I'm only at like, a thousand calories today. I'm trying to get to like oh, twenty seven hundred to three thousand. I'm already right. hungry. This is, this is late eating for me. I usually eat like around five, five, five thirty or six. So yeah, I know. <laughs> and so that's it's. Um, what was I saying? So I guess yeah, I need those fats, and it would not. Be, it would be to be on a vegan diet to try to do what I'm doing with my goals, especially with my weight. I'm trying to gain weight and trying to gain muscle. It would be 
probably next to impossible, not completely impossible, but, but very, very, very difficult just to, you know, because I even follow a vegan guy on YouTube who's actually pretty muscular, pretty ripped dude. And he has to eat so much food. He just has uh-huh. the volume of food he has to eat is just, is, is massive. It's, it's right. I, I would have to be eating all day long to yeah. even hit the caloric number that I need to hit. Yeah. I, just, I, just wouldn't, I couldn't do it. No, it'd be six to eight, maybe eight, eight, 10 meals a day. You have to, because again, there's just no way. There's just no way you can substitute for the things that, that you need to keep your body basically going, especially if you're working out really hard. Yeah. And I think that's what I love about weightlifting is it's pushed my caloric number that I need so high to the point where I'll probably, I mean, even just hitting it normally is super hard. And so it almost guarantees that I'm going to be really lean for like a long, long time because I just, the amount of effort and the amount of eating I have to do to even just hit the number I would need to hit to even maintain is so high at this point because I've gained so much muscle mass that it's like, cause it's such, it's such an expensive tissue to sure. maintain that it's just, I'm like, sweet. I can just work out hard a couple hours a day, four or five days a week and eat pretty much as much as I want. And I probably still won't even hit the number <laughs> that I would need to hit to like actually put on weight. And right. So it's like kind of a nice sweet. I'm always going to be lean and that's kind of what I want anyway. So yeah. Um, it works out for me. But if I was trying to do that on a vegan diet, I would probably borderline starvation mode. Probably. Yeah. The, the yeah. amount of food you would eat would nothing would be calorically dense really. Nope. And it'd be really, really hard. So, although I have recently, I've, I, I became lactose intolerant, sadly, Mark. Oh, so I have, what, what I have I dairy pills that I use and it helps. Like uh-huh. I wouldn't say it solves the problem, no, like it's it just helps. Use, yeah. but it at least makes it like bearable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I, a lot of things have dairy. Many uh-huh. things have dairy, Mark. I barely eat cheese anymore. I barely eat pizza. I, barely, I don't really have butter. I, I want those things, but I just, I'm like, just, I gotta have, buy more dairy pills then. And then it uh-huh. still doesn't take away the negative effects sometimes. So nope. by, by force, I'm forced into not eating as much dairy, but I still load up on my meats as much as possible. <laughs> That's good. I know nothing wrong with that. Again, you have to enjoy something, obviously. I enjoy some part of it. So I enjoy, I definitely enjoy the meats. All right. So Mark, you are obviously, you know, now you're on Noom, you are no longer vegan, but you're, so what's your current kind of diet like right now? And kind of, you talked about, you know, when you get back into the gym here soon, when the gym, your gym opens, what's your kind of plan for how you're going to, how you're going to knock that out? Yeah. Uh, right now my diet's pretty, I mean, I'm pretty basic. I'm, I'm a creature of habit. So I will tell you that right now. Like I, I pretty much follow the same thing almost every day. I, I mix it up on occasion, but uh, in reality, when I get up in the morning, I tend to do um, oatmeal. I do like the raw oats. Like I, I, I really watch the, um, the, like the labels. Like that was the one thing that I really taught me was to look at labels. A lot of things have a lot of extra sugar in them. If you don't know that a ton of things have extra sugar in them. And that's, that's a problem because you know, sugar just makes you gain weight essentially. So, um, a lot of things have extra sugar. I just started like looking at labels, especially with oatmeal, got a lot of them have just tons of extra sugars in them. So I, uh, cut that out real fast. I started getting just the raw oats uh, from organics. I started buying those oats and then in buying those, I would just cook them with uh, almond milk because I enjoy almond milk and I get like the sugar-free almond milk. Uh, and then I cook those in the morning with uh, with almond milk together and then have a banana. I throw a banana in and that's it. And that's my, my breakfast is pretty basic. Uh, and then uh, I take 
for love for a snack i have a mid-morning snack and if you'll notice i eat a ton of fruit during the day a lot of i love fruit so i eat a lot of fruit so i eat like two cuties for like mid-morning snack and sometimes like today i have veggie straws with them because they're good they're a green food uh and they have a little bit of salt but not a lot of salt obviously i have actually a low content of salt which is actually shocking um and they're vegetable based which is wonderful and then for lunch like today i had uh, ravioli, but they're spinach and they're uh, ricotta, but the ricotta is made with almond milk. So there's no dairy in it, which was fantastic. And I actually think it tastes good. Kristen hates them. I thought they were delicious. Um, so I, and I have one serving of those. So like, I don't eat like, you know, one serving is four of those things, right? As long as I eat eight of them, I eat one full serving, just a regular serving. And I had it for dinner last night. It was my lunch today. And then uh, for my afternoon snack, I had just carrots. I have carrots every day for I love carrots. Like my my favorite. Carrots are bomb. The best so vegetable. good. Of course. You can just go. You can do with anything. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I eat carrots for my afternoon snack, and then that's it. And then whatever we have for dinner like tonight for dinner, we're gonna have some um, rice and having rice and some chicken tenders that are real chicken tenders. Like what I like is Kristen finds them at like Whole Foods. They're ones that are breaded, but they're uh, you know they're obviously natural chicken. So I'm going to have two of those uh, and some rice, uh, just one, a half cup of rice and wild rice, nonetheless, which is better for you. And then uh, two cups of salad. And that's pretty much a basic day for me. So when I do that, uh, I don't ever hit my, I, I stay, I'm pretty good because I get a lot of steps. I was like, I get a lot of, I'm very active. So I get a lot of steps for the day. So I always tell you, if you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to trying to get it somewhere, get somewhere, you're supposed to get like average 12,000 steps a day and drink a gallon of water a day. So I drink a gallon of water a day for sure. I'm always drinking a gallon of water. This jug, you probably see pick up is a jug. Yeah, out of boy, let's go. I drink that. I drink that every day. There you go. I drink that every <laughs> day. And then I get my, I get at least 12,000 steps. I mean, the last two days alone, I got 12,000, I got like 13,000 on on Sunday and like 16,000 yesterday on Monday. And I'm, 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 I'm going to come close. I'm only at 10,400 today. So I might not make my 12, but you know, I get a lot of steps and then that's, what's really helped. So Noom has really shown me, you know, stay focused on eating a lot of the green foods. I think you've done it before. Green is like, you can eat as many of those as you want. Like I average about 800 calories alone in my day of green foods. And then I try to limit the red and the, the yellow, like the ravi always fall in the yellow category, right? The, you know, red is like, I like creamer in my coffee, right? I love coffee. So I drink a cup, one cup a day and I put creamer that I know is sugar-based, but it's, I only have 90 calories of it. It's that one time in the morning. Uh, I don't drink it till eight o'clock in the morning. I drink that and that's the only time I consume it. But I might have some like walnuts or something else that's going to fall in the red category, but they're always healthier fats, which is good, right? You just have to limit them. Uh, but I always portion them out. I think that's really the thing that's taught me the most is I'm always really prepared. Like, like you're talking about meal prep. I don't prep one day. I prep every night for the next day. So I prep my lunches. I prep what I'm at for breakfast and then dinners, whatever Kristen decides to cook. And it's really made a big difference uh, to eating just portion sizes. It, everything lasts longer now. Hmm. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm happy to see you have success on it. Again, I, I even, you know, I used it for, I didn't continue to use it only because I, you know, study nutrition so much on my own that I, and I've had my own plan for so many years that I didn't necessarily feel like it was worth the money for me just because I'm already so, you know, like, I feel like I could probably be one of those coaches. Not to like brag, but I feel like I, I mean, oh, yeah. I, I just, I'm a fanatic about it. So I, you know, but otherwise, like I would highly recommend for anyone because I've seen people make some drastic, drastic transformations on it. I think it gives mm -hmm. you a great, even if you're only going to use it for a couple months, I think, hey, just use it for a couple months because the amount of knowledge you'll gain in just a few months yeah. will last you the rest of your life.
exactly you'll have that goal in mind that you wrote down like i still have or you'll the knowledge just won't go away you know you'll have it forever forever and ever and no one can take it away from you so even if you're gonna use it for a couple months use it for a couple months and see how much then as you you know because i think even noom talks about like they don't want you to be on it forever right they even mention like we want you to be on this as long as you need it to get get the knowledge to then be able to put your own nutrition plan in place and then leave us and even talk about that actively which i appreciate any app that's like actively saying we don't want you to be here forever yeah that's like because that's as a business you don't you want people to be subscribed uh-huh. forever because that yeah. makes you more money so that to have the balls as a business to say we actually don't want you here forever that's how much we actually care about you as opposed to just our bottom line we don't want you here forever right so i think that's businesses that do that are very brave and very few and far between because it's not what's going to make you the most money in the end but very true. Um, it's what's best for people yeah and that's exactly what you know and that's what they're supposed to be about people. that's what they're saying they're about so they're about the people so it makes sense <clears throat> Well, yeah, Mark, I will, I will let you go since uh, we're both probably pretty hungry right now and got to yeah. get our, got to get our <laughs> calories in, but I appreciate you. You chat with me. I love, I always love chatting with you. I was awesome. happy you came to my birthday party the other day. Cause uh, you know, I always enjoy having you around. You're a great guy and you're, you're great to talk with. So I'm sure I'll have you back on and you're definitely a podcast, a podcast guy, 100%. So you'll, you'll right. be back on. I, I appreciate so. you sharing your life with us and sharing about your upbringing and all those things that went on. And if you have one tip before you go for the listeners on, just how to stay consistent with nutrition or with exercising. What's, what's one thing that's kind of like always spurred you on to be consistent? Uh, tracking it. That's really the biggest thing. I always tell people track it, track everything you do. It sounds like a pain in the butt and I know it is, but Fitbit has the app. If you use Noom, obviously it's already in there, but track your stuff. That's how you really know. Like, right. It's like your bank account. Like you got to know where you spend your money. If you track and have a budget, you're successful. Same thing with same thing with food. If you know what the intake is, you can never like go, well, I don't know how I'm not losing weight. You know why, dude, because you eat extra sugar or you know why because you eat extra salt. Like you can see it in the stuff. There's no way to, to sugarcoat that. That's so good. And I, I even I think I tell people that too is like, you know, tracking things is essentially your accountability partner. It's like the exactly. mirror. That's yep. like this is exactly what you're doing. And you can't, you're not, you can't be ignorant to it. It's just, right. it's you in the it's mirror. It's always there. Yeah, it's yeah. always there. That's the and point. I, think, I feel like Fitbit, they do a good job of sort of gamifying it. To where mm-hmm. It's kind of fun, right? You get like yeah. alerts like, oh, you know, get up and run or, uh-huh. oh, you've, you know, so they've gamified it in a way to where it can be kind of fun, right? Or like you can compete against people and like walk more steps than them. Right, right. Stuff like that. So I think they've done a great job with gamifying it to make it fun, A, and then the apps that they have now, MyFitnessPal is one I'd highly recommend for, yeah. for tracking calories. And I use it, try to use it at least, at least a few times a week, if not every day, because it's just, it's the foolproof way to know exactly what's, what's going on and being mm-hmm. able to have, be accountable to something, you know, because I think that there's a study done that we underreport our calories by like, God, five, six, the average person underreports their calories by like 600. Yeah. And then even nutritionists underreport theirs by an average of about 300. Mm-hmm. So unless you have something that's actually being keeping you accountable, you will always underthink that you ate a certain amount. Sure, or it's just human. It's like our own human nature. Like we'll do our brains will do anything to sort of justify, you know, something. You know, hey, you want that extra sweet? Hey, your brain's like, we'll find a way to justify it for you, so you'll do it because we want that reward, that brain reward we get, the dopamine. Of and course. So you have to fight that off by, like you said, tracking it, so you you can't fall victim to that. 
Exactly. That's a great piece of advice, Mark. Thank you. But again, thank you for joining. And I'll definitely have you on another pod, man. But I appreciate you. So Awesome. Looking forward to it. That's for sure. These are always a blast. So thank you again. Of course, of course. All right, guys. Uh, if you've not already, make sure to like and subscribe. Well, I'm not like. Sorry. I'm used to YouTube. So I keep saying like and subscribe. But subscribe to my pod so you never miss one. And I also have a new YouTube channel, Next Level Health, which you can like and subscribe to. And that one's um, uh, pretty awesome. I got a great, great idea for a video coming out next week already. So anyway, guys, I will uh, thank you for joining. And I will see you on the next pod. that was part two of my conversation with mark for my new gym junkie series thank you for listening i apologize to those of you who i wasn't able to get it out on friday like i said i would that was my bad and won't happen again again i stay tuned for more gym junkies episodes in the coming future thank you for listening guys and i will see you on the next pod Thank you.